hot mess, mamas. Yep, I see you. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day. Try to catch up on the house while the laundry compounds, and you haven't even been able to take a shower for some reason. Your dreams of having kids didn't quite look like this, did they? When you were on Pinterest, you went to Instagram, and you thought that it would be so magical. Guess what? Permission to love being a mom, but to struggle actually liking it some days. Am I right? Guess what? I'm here to tell you that even though you're a super busy, sometimes crazy, stay-at-home mama, there is still a beautiful vibrancy to your life that I want to help you untap. I want to help you every single messy moment of every single day. Yes, even the poo on the floor. No too soon, you're in the right space. If you're looking for easy, simple, practical hacks and fun little tidbits that are going to make your life as a mom so much easier and way more fun because I believe there's joy tucked inside every moment. You just have to learn how to live with more intention and let go of all that stress of making it so perfect. Welcome to the anti-perfect yet super vibrant side of motherhood. The Busy Vibrant Mom Podcast with your host, Michelle Bird. Hey, mamas. I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today and pour out my heart. I really felt that this message was something God was putting on my heart just to talk about. So super excited today. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you ever would like to reach out or connect, please join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. I would love to connect with you there. All righty. Today's topic is about taking time to rest. This last weekend, my family and I were able to go to Carmel just for a couple days and we booked it at the last minute. So it was kind of crazy. Our kids were in one hotel room and we were in another, but it worked out just fine. They all slept really well and we were able to hang out in our hotel room for Stephen and I that had a fireplace and a little couch. So It was just such a nice time to be away from our house and to have some special family time together and just be able to rest and reflect. Resting with kids looks different, but it still was resting. We were out of our house and just somewhere different. It was so fun because we just have not been away from our house as most people during this time from stay in place and all the COVID stuff. We haven't been away from our house for very long in more than six months. And so it was just a wonderful, refreshing time to get away for a little bit. So today I just wanted to talk about rest. I felt that that was really on my heart from resting and being there. I wanted to share that with you and make sure that you are taking time to think about rest and to think about how you can work rest into your day and into your week. So let's jump on in. Did you know that there are actually seven different types of rest? Are you fitting in time to rest on a daily basis or a weekly basis? Do you feel depleted and worn out? Are you missing that extra energy? You feel that lull and sometimes it's easy to scream at our kids or get unhappy in situations when we haven't poured enough into ourselves. 
So today we're going to look at some different types of rest. And during this time, just please ask yourself if you are getting rest in all of these areas. Just take some time to think about these different areas that we're going to talk about. Think about how you can work into your schedule to get rest in these areas. I'll give some examples, but as always, they may or may not apply to you. So figure out what works best for you in this season of life. According to Sandra Dalton-Smith, I have heard her talk on another really amazing podcast called Don't Mom Alone Podcast, and she talks about seven different kinds of rest. These are probably well known and you've heard about them, but we'll just go over them. It's really amazing. The first time I thought about this, that there are different types of rest. The first one would be the typical one that we think of, which is Physical rest, sleeping, getting about seven to eight hours of sleep each night, making sure that you are well rested for the next day. Your body does so much during the nighttime while you are sleeping, (laughs) re-energizes you. It helps burn calories. It's actually found out that if people sleep less than six hours a night, they have a higher risk and a higher chance of being more obese. So your body actually is working during the time that you're sleeping. So it's so important to get eight hours of rest. I say that with a grain of salt because I am not very good at um, going to bed early and I wake up super early. So for me, this is one area that I definitely need to work on. The second area of rest would be a mental rest to give your brain a break to plan times either in your day or during the week that you can just give your brain a break, whether that be zoning out watching TV or whether that be taking a walk outside or just doing something that you don't have to mentally think about for a bit of time. Just give your brain a break. The next one would be sensory rest. This one jumps into electronics and so often everything we do during the day, whether it be even right now, I'm in front of a computer and in front of my iPhone and all kinds of things. So we are looking at our phones all day. We're looking computer screens all day. We are listening to things all day. All those sensory things are being poured into us. So take some time to turn them off, turning that radio off as you drive or turning off the podcast. Not mine, of course but turning off information that you are receiving so that you can take a moment to just rest and have sensory rest. Also, especially I find this when my eyes need a break. Sometimes my eyes will get really dry or irritated if I'm looking at a screen for too long or if I'm somewhere that I have to focus a lot. So that can be an issue too. Our next type of rest. So we have physical, mental, sensory. The next one is creative. So this one is calling us just to do something creative. Get outside your space, whether it be drawing chalk drawings on your front porch or your driveway or your street, whether it be coloring in coloring books, doing different designs, whether it be crafting or using your hands to model something, find a way that you can be creative in your space and that will help your brain rest. It will help different parts of your brain to be working so that you can take a minute and create. It will 
help you so much mentally. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Our next type of rest is emotional. So this is taking some time to take a step away, taking a step out of situations that you find emotionally draining, whether that be a family member or a relative or a friend or an issue that you're dealing with. Take some time to just step out and take a break. This form of rest, I think, is a longer one than we may do on a weekly or more monthly basis just to evaluate our relationships, make sure that we are taking time to pour into relationships that are healthy and that are helping us, not relationships that are toxic and pulling away our energy. This also kind of rolls into the next type of rest, which is social rest. Social rest is taking time just to recharge, whether that be individually or by yourself, which is quite individually. (laughs) But this, I think, is more so before the pandemic, before coronavirus hit. I feel like we were running from place to place. We were doing so many things. We were involved in sports or in activities or in swim classes or in school school still now, but we were running from place to place and meeting people and doing things. It just didn't seem like we had time to slow down and rest. So this one, if you think back to before COVID and when you were maybe stressed out running around, now think to the time during COVID when you are more stay in place, when you can't do these social things as much and you're taking more time to be at social rest. So just think about in this season, what good things do you want to carry on to that next season as our world opens up and as our communities open up and things kind of return back to normal? What kind of things do you find that you want to change from that time? And what kind of things do you want to keep? So I would challenge you that having some social rest and not running from place to place is a huge way that we can pour back into ourselves and our families. Last, but definitely not least, and definitely one of the most important ones is just spiritual rest. To take some time to sit down before God and just be, whether this be a devotional, whether this be walking in nature, whether this be just being quiet before the Lord and taking a moment to close your eyes and just to pray or to sit and see what God is speaking to your heart. This is super important. And I think oftentimes I struggle with this one of not taking enough time to just sit and be. It's so easy to uh, run around and do crazy things all the time. So those are the main areas of rest, the seven different types 
as we mentioned, are physical, mental, sensory, creative, emotional, social, and spiritual. As we mentioned before, just take some time to evaluate these areas and take one of these types of rest. And I would just challenge you to see what you can do differently in changing up your routine and your week. Maybe you can find that physical rest like me, that one is my challenge. So for me, it's every night thinking about going to bed five, maybe 15 minutes earlier. Not a big deal, but I'm hoping that every night if I tack on 15 more minutes, I will get to the point where I need to, where it will, my bedtime will definitely be a bit earlier and where it needs to be. So I would challenge you to take little small steps, small habits during the week to build up to one of these types of rest. Just take one week and focus on one of these types and then maybe take the next week and focus on the next type of rest. So as we've been talking about it, we really want to figure out a way to plan in rest daily, weekly, monthly, even yearly with vacations, I know summer is going to be coming around the corner soon. So thinking about vacations and how you can plan time for your family to get away, but more importantly, planning time in your day, just a few minutes to mentally rest and recharge, and you will be such a better mom to your kids and wife and friend that if you're able to just pour into yourself a little and recharge with that time. When my kids were really young, I would pack all of our lunches the night before and have a plan of what we were doing that next day. And so the night before I would get as much as I could ready. Sometimes our plan would work and sometimes it wouldn't. But I'd pack up the kids after eating breakfast in the morning and our kind of morning routine and we'd head out to the park around 10 o'clock. We'd go and play at the park for two or three hours and eat lunch. And then after lunch... After my kids had a chance to run around and get their energy out, which was always just so fun to watch and play with them. It would be great if we had somebody else that we met at the park, because usually then our kids would stay longer and run and play more. And I could talk to one of the other moms or somebody else, but it worked fine if we just went by ourselves, but we just had to get out and run. They would eat lunch and then after lunch, I would get everybody cleaned up in the back of our car. We have, like most families, a big Honda Odyssey. And so I would fold down the third layer of seats that's in the back and have a huge trunk where I could put the lunch stuff and the stroller and all the things. And I could change the kids right there so they would get all cleaned up from being at the park all wiped down, cleaned up, new clothes, changed, whatever it was they needed to do to be wiped off and cleaned up. And then they loved climbing over the seats into their seat and getting strapped in. And maybe I would have a snack for them or something they could get settled. But that was the best. So I'd clean each one of them up individually. Then they'd climb over or I'd put the, strap them in their car seat. And then after that, they would be all snuggled up I would be pretty tired from that point and we would drive home and on the way home, they would usually fall asleep 
And then once we got home, sometimes I would transition them if I knew they would transition okay. Sometimes when they were really little in a baby car seat, I would unclick the baby car seat, carry it upstairs to their room, and put it next to the monitor so that I could hear them if they needed anything, but that they were just sleeping nice and fine. And I didn't have to remove them from the car carrier and wake them up. So we would all rest. I would take a rest during that time. They would all take a rest. We would rest physically, mentally, emotionally. It was great. But we all knew that that time in the afternoon was reserved for resting. And it just recharged everybody. It was such a wonderful rhythm. When I had one or two kids who were in school, we would follow about the same rhythm. We would get up get everything ready, do our morning routine, take a kid to school. And then the other two kids would either go to something with me, a mom's group, or we'd run errands, or we had some fun things that we would do with other kids, or we'd go to the park, but we would play or do something with those kids. Then we would have lunch and go pick the other one up. When when it was picking them up around 2, 2.30, that got a little crazy because then it meant that the youngest one didn't get a nap. But we worked it out and just rolled with it. And when they were in preschool, when they were really young, they got out at noon or so we would come home, eat lunch, and then have downtime. So you just have to figure out what works best for you. Um, right now, in the morning, we get everybody ready get them out the door. I go and drop the kids off in the morning. And then I've found that I really enjoy listening to either She Reads Truth podcast or a devotional, or there's a Bible app where they read the Bible to you. And it's great. I can listen to that in the car and it's all quiet. And I'm driving home from school after dropping the kids off. I come home get everything tidied up and I'm still listening to my devotional until I'm able to drink some coffee and just take a deep breath. So that has been the time where I've realized what ways I can fill in the gaps with a little bit of rest. In the morning, everybody is pretty tired on the way to school, so we don't listen to anything in the car. Everybody just takes a deep breath as we're starting our day. We pray before we head off to school to get our mindset in the right mental mindset for that day of where God wants to take us and what he wants to do in our day. And then after that, when I pick the boys up from school, I tend to listen to a podcast that I enjoy and I know I'm just going to relax. I'm going to sit in a long car line. I'm going to listen to a podcast that I like. I'm going to bring a yummy snack to eat and then I am able to mentally recharge. Just taking a deep breath, waiting for the boys. Once they get in, we get to talk about their day a little, but it's just a time to mentally recharge that I know I need and I look forward to. In the afternoon, after I bring the boys back and maybe we've worked on some homework, unloaded the car and backpacks and so forth. I know that I need a mental break and I'm just not very good at that point. 
So it's super important to me to have time to do things that are not super intensive. Things where if I need to read something, if I need to focus something, if I need to listen to something, um, more softer things that I don't need to focus on as much, I save towards the end of the day when I just know I'm not going to have that much energy. It's been so helpful. I look forward to those times where I can rest and recharge and take a deep breath. And lastly, I just want to encourage you not to get overwhelmed, to focus on one area of rest per week. These are all big areas to work on. And you may not figure out a good system or a schedule right now or something that works into your day. So as you go about your day, take time just to stop and realize when you most need rest. Is it in the car when you're mostly stressed? Is there music on and kids screaming and loud things? Is it when you get home? Is it in the evening when you're trying to get dinner together and people are crazy? In the evening, I often put on Christian music, just contemporary music over our TV. And I have our TV playing images. Apple TV will do images of landscapes. And I found that it's really calming, especially for me, that I'm able to do things, take a deep breath. Sometimes I even make some tea while I'm getting dinner together. So I just those little things help me to take a moment and just calm down. But I do challenge you to figure out where you're stressed in your day and where you can add in a little bit of rest. Just to recap, the rest we're talking about is physical, mental, sensory, creative, emotional, social, and spiritual. I hope these were helpful for you and you get to take some time this week, this day to just focus on areas of rest that will help you to just take stock and evaluate where you might be depleted. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. I just love being able to connect with you. Please come on over to our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom, and come check it out. Now go and get some joy out of your day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review. Post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!